Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for August 26. My name is John Mason. It's great you could join us. 2,000 years ago, the angels sang at Jesus' birth. And on earth, peace. Peace is something we long for, but it's one thing the world despairs of finding. The theme of my reflection today is Peace in a Troubled World. Before the reflection, there'll be a word from Keith Getty and his promotion of the upcoming Getty Music Global Sing Conference, a selection from Psalm 4 and prayers from an Australian prayer book 1978 will follow, a reading from Colossians 3 in the New Revised Standard Version will introduce my reflection. People involved today are Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, Catherine Jacob is a member of the Cathedral Ministry Team. Music is also from the Cathedral under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. And now a word from Keith Getty. Greetings, Word and Wednesday listeners. I hope you were encouraged today by our friend John Mason's message. We're here to tell you about the Sing Global Conference that's happening next weekend. My name's Keith Getty and my wife and I, Kristen, uh, have been working with our team to prepare this event. It's a merging of our SING conference, which many of you will have heard of, and our online learning program that we're just launching. If you sign up, you get to be part of this conference for the whole month. And also throughout the year, we're hoping to provide resources uh, for all of you as we go through what is a very challenging season. The SING conference, and one of the reasons we've so enjoyed uh, working with John in it, is that it's a combination of people who are theological, missiological, pastoral, with people who are creative, with people who are involved week in, week out, day in, day out in church music and helping their churches sing, helping their families sing. And so we want you to all come and enjoy the creativity and the energy and the inspiration. Connect with believers around the world and be part of the very first Sing Global. Let me now read from Psalm 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my right. You gave me room when I was in distress. Be gracious to me, and hear my prayer. And verse 6. There are many who say, Oh, that we might see some good. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart, more than when their grain and wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. Now as we turn to prayer, let us pray as our Lord Jesus has taught. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. A prayer for this week. Lord God, you know us to be set in the midst of so many great dangers that by reason of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations. 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Andrew Pearson will now lead us in further prayer. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you would be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. Especially we pray for the welfare of your church, that we all may be guided and governed by your good spirit, so that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are in any way afflicted or distressed with any kind of sickness or sorrow, anxiety or need. Lord, we particularly pray for your comfort for those who are grieved by the loss of loved ones at this time. We pray for the ongoing research into a vaccine and cure for COVID-19. We also pray for the many who are out of work. Give wisdom and compassion to leaders, enabling them to facilitate an effective economic recovery, and so provide opportunity for work for everyone. Lord, we also pray for those who are in physical, mental, or emotional danger at this time. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve them according to their needs, giving them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty Father, who commanded us to love you with all our mind, look with gracious favor, we pray, on our universities, colleges, and schools. Bless all who teach and all who learn. Grant that they may seek and love the truth, grow in wisdom and knowledge, and in humility of heart ever look to you, the source of all wisdom and understanding. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. A reading from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. As God's chosen one, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, Forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
2,000 years ago, the angels sang at Jesus' birth, and on earth, peace. But the world hasn't got any better. Indeed, while peace is something we all long for, it is one thing the world does not have. So where's the fulfilment of the angelic promise? Before we charge the angels with false advertising, we need to read the full text of their song. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, among those whom he favours, they sang. The angels were making a promise to a specific group of beneficiaries, the people of God. Over these last weeks, we've been trekking through the letter of Paul the Apostle to the Colossians. Today we come to his words in chapter 3, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in the one body, and be thankful. Too often we ignore our deepest human problem. We are all self-focused. Our relationship with God and with one another are broken. Jesus made it clear that the solution to the human condition would require his death, for he would die the death that we all deserve. It would be Jesus' divine, costly work alone that could heal our relationship with God. And what's more, once our relationship with God is restored, there'd also be a healing of the broken relationships across social and cultural, racial and national divides among his people. No wonder the angels sang, Glory to God in the highest down on earth, Shalom, peace. Indeed, in Colossians 3 verse 11 we read, There is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. And in the following section, Paul goes on to write of the inner attitudes that we are to adopt as we relate to others. This includes letting the peace of Christ rule our hearts. The context helps us to understand Paul's meaning here when he speaks of peace. He is speaking about the inner peace that the Lord Jesus gives to his people, and he also speaks of the attitude of peace that should now rule our minds and wills as we relate to others. In the flow of Paul's writing about forgiving one another and loving one another, the peace of Christ is to be the referee. So when bitterness and love battle within us, the peace of Christ is to win the day. Now this doesn't come easily, especially when we've been hurt by others. When we're dealing with injury and conflict, it's hard to forgive and so make peace. Nevertheless, Paul is saying that God's people are to be at the forefront of finding solutions to resolve tension and conflict. As Jesus himself said, we are to be peacemakers. Furthermore, we need to know Christ so that we'll have his wisdom to bring into our conversations. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Paul writes. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. Keeping the peace doesn't mean simply sweeping our differences under the carpet, let alone putting on an artificial smile. In the 1992 Australian film Strictly Ballroom, Scott, the central character, refuses to dance the traditional ballroom steps, and his mother is furious. Put on a happy face, she is told. But hiding our feelings 
isn't the solution for true peace. We need to find a way to express our feelings. We're not at liberty to give one another a piece of our mind, rather we must bring our minds under the direction of the Lord's mind. And the only way we can do this is by coming to the Bible together. And notice we're to do this with all wisdom. Our coming to the Bible together is not to be an uninformed pooling of ignorance. We must work together at finding what the Bible means, rather than reading into it what we want it to mean. It's a ministry all of us are to aim at. There's no place amongst God's people for strong-willed, aggressive individuals insisting on their way. That creates division. And Paul continues, With gratitude in your heart sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. We often overlook Paul's point here, that as we praise God, we're also instructing and exhorting one another. It's one of the reasons our songs should be strong on Bible and not insipid and repetitive. Even in our world of COVID restrictions, we can still reflect on the words. Singing Bible-based songs is an important way to build relationships. And there's something else we need to let the peace of Christ become the referee in our relationships. Gratitude to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, Paul writes, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Nothing brings about tension and division more than a discontented spirit. And a discontented spirit is simply an ungrateful spirit. To be thankful is to accept our situation in the loving providence of God. A thankful heart trusts God in every situation, and thankful people are always happy people. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, for it is this that you are called. We begin to see that the promise of the angel's song at Jesus' birth was not fake news. Jesus has not only opened up the path to peace in our relationship with God, but also with one another as God's people. Furthermore, we are now to let this peace of Christ within us to become the referee or umpire in our relationships with others. Blessed are the peacemakers, Jesus says, for they will be called the children of God. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all men and women and banish from them the spirit that makes for war, so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.